Hi, welcome to Embrace the Musica. I'm Dominique Dines, who at the age of 21 moved abroad to Mexico to start teaching after growing up in a small town in Minnesota. My husband is from Peru and we met salsa dancing over a decade ago in Guadalajara, Mexico. Here we are today, raising two tricultural kids and making the most of life and community in a place that neither of us grew up in. So let's embrace the musica today. Happy Monday, everyone. Yes, I know I normally post these episodes on Sundays, but today is a holiday in Mexico and I had to work on Saturday. So today feels like Sunday to me. And in spirit of today's topic, I think it's fitting for this episode to come out on a Monday. How is everybody doing? We are officially past the year mark of our lives being changed by COVID. Last week, I talked about the year anniversary of the podcast. And this weekend, I couldn't help but compare the differences from March 2021 to March 2020. A year ago, the school shut its doors to students on the dreaded day, Friday the 13th of March. This year, on March 13th, which happened to be a Saturday, I was at the school running workshops for middle school and high school students on campus, trying to get more kids safely on campus in groups of nine or less, all with face masks and distancing while we did outdoor workshops. And it seemed to mark the passing of a year quite distinctly, having students do a drum circle under a blooming purple jacaranda tree and painting canvases with beautiful colors allowing students to express themselves and to hang out with their friends after they haven't been on campus for a year. And what a year. I also went to the store over the weekend, early as usual to get there before the crowds, and I couldn't help but laugh a bit at the towers and towers of toilet paper that last year had disappeared or were being put into people's carts at ridiculous rates. I confess... I actually remember that the last time I went to Costco right before the pandemic hit was on Thursday, March 12th, 2020. I didn't have a face mask then, but I saw one other person and I even kind of thought, oh, that's strange. I wonder, like, why is she wearing a face mask? But in the spirit of everybody in that crazed sort of frenzy stocking up on all the things, I did buy two packages of toilet paper at Costco, which lasted us probably like eight months because it's so much. But I did buy into that sort of crazy frenzy and I stocked up on pasta and tuna and milk and other basics. And it sort of reminded me of Y2K when so many families were stocking up for the end times. Yet it was kind of ironic to see how calm the store was this past weekend. There was toilet paper without end, everything was stocked, everyone you pass is wearing a mask, and you can even see the smile lines etched around our eyes as we try to be friendly to other customers with our face masks on. Anyways, I've been thinking about this idea of letting ourselves be, as in not having to do all the time. I know that some people seem to be more skilled at this or they've figured this out and Sometimes I sort of feel behind, which is ironic because this whole idea of being is not feeling like you have something to do. But it's something I'm trying to work on or allow myself to just be. My husband is definitely better at this. 
he thrives on not having a plan and being spontaneous throughout every day. I tend to get anxious if I don't have something to do all the time. Although the irony is that I'm the one who's giving myself things to do that don't even always have to be done. I don't know if that makes sense or resonates with anybody else, but quarantine, a year of it, whether we like it or not, has given us, or in my case, given me, a chance to just be, to just stay home on the weekends and sit on the patio with a notebook and a pen and write, or even just sit with my coffee and leave my phone inside. It's taken away the pressures of time that so often were self-induced in the past as I tried to schedule all the things and in my own way control all the things that I could. But when we just let ourselves be, we can think about things and dream about more and enjoy ourselves and even our kids more. I think being a mom is one of the hardest roles we will ever embody. It's a constant tug of war between not wanting time to pass so that your babies stay little forever and just wanting them to be big enough to sleep through the night or pick up their toys or go on adventures with you. And it's hard to just be as a mom, especially as a mom during the pandemic. There are so many different things pulling on us from all sides, especially as many of us are working, dealing with our kids' school, hello, preschool online, and we're still stuck doing so many domestic chores around the house or keeping people fed, keeping the house clean enough, more or less anyways. And there's just so many things we've had to let go of without a say in the matter during this last year as well. For example, we've let go of play dates for the most part that used to sort of feed our soul as moms just as much as our kids enjoyed that interaction. We've let go of parties and outings to places on the weekends like the science museum or the aquarium that used to give us some distraction. (laughs) We've let go of the beauty of preschool where kids get to learn how to socialize with others and someone else helps us with those ABCs. Yet, Some of the things we've let go have been good. To be honest, I've appreciated the opportunity to let go of all the parties. Yes, I love a good party just like anyone else. We've always had so much fun hosting birthday parties and dancing the night away. But what I mean is I've appreciated letting go or having some things taken away from us. It's given us a chance to just be in the moment and often I find that it's now my own kids who are marking the time for me because most days on quarantine feel pretty same old around here. But the marks on the wall where we measure our kids every few months are showing that they are still growing and they are still getting taller whether we like it or not. Time is still passing and in so many ways, we've been given a chance to be in the moment whether we like it or not. A few weeks ago on the podcast, I talked about this idea of snow globes thanks to Glennon Doyle's description of how life pre-pandemic felt like a snow globe with the snow always falling around us or the activities always filling our lives with so much flurry. And now we've actually had an opportunity to look around us, figure out who we are and how we can just be in the moment. And one way that I've been trying to be more intentional with this being in the moment is how I'm spending my time. 
Rather than wasting time scrolling social media, which I can do and suddenly 30 minutes have gone by and I have no idea even what I was doing. I'm trying to be intentional in how I use the apps on my phone. I've put a time limit on certain apps so I'm not wasting more time than I want to using them. I don't always want to be distracted. Sometimes, yes, I do want distraction. I admit Bridgerton was a fabulous distraction a few months ago. We need that escapism from time to time. But I think so much of life can be savored more when we just allow ourselves to be in the moment. So an intentional move on my part to not be attached to my phone at all times, which is hard when so many of us are working 24-7 or so it seems on our phone or on our computers, And it's kind of, we feel this um, obligation to be connected at all times. But something I'm doing is I'm charging my phone at night somewhere other than my nightstand. I used to be so dependent on my phone for my alarm clock. But something that has actually happened in the last year for the first time in my life is that I actually don't need an alarm clock anymore. I don't know if this is normal or not. I haven't really researched this or looked into it. I haven't even asked my friends about this. But I think it's all part of this, quote unquote, just being that I'm trying to embrace. Because now my internal clock wakes me up at 5 a.m. every single morning or even earlier if I do go to bed earlier the night before. I haven't set an alarm for over a year now. And I sort of love this new reality. I used to live by my alarm clock, often setting three or four alarms just in case I didn't pop out of bed on the first ring. But because I no longer need an alarm clock and I no longer check my social media apps in the first hour I'm awake, I've let go of that silly need to have the phone right next to me. And I'm also finding that by not having the phone in my room, I'm not scrolling it right before I go to sleep and falling into that comparison trap that I think so many of us do thanks to social media. There used to be sort of that stigma around Pinterest and the perfect Pinterest family photo or birthday party expectation, which yes, I'm not gonna lie, I do still get inspiration from Pinterest for the kids' birthday cakes every year, but I'm intentionally not comparing myself to others like I've done in the past. And I think it's all part of this being in the moment because when we allow ourselves to be in the moment, to post what brings us joy in hopes that it encourages someone else or makes someone else smile just as much as we did, or when we post the raw and the vulnerable hard parts of life in hopes that showing our vulnerability will save someone else in a moment of difficulty, we're being human and being human allows us to feel the moment, revel in the moment even, and enjoy life for what it is. It's a serious gift every single day to be alive and to just be. This past week, I don't know how many of the listeners were able to watch the interview with Harry and Meghan and Oprah, but I just appreciated it so much. If you're living abroad and you haven't figured out how to watch it, send me a DM and I will happily show you how I was able to watch it here in Mexico as CBS typically isn't aired um, in Mexico. But that interview and just seeing the raw, vulnerable 
way that Megan talked about her mental health and the fact that she felt trapped. And she showed us that this fairy tale princess fantasy that I think so many of us have had thanks to the movies over the years or thanks to even just the story that's been created by the tabloids um, or by social media or whatever. Like we all have these internal stories or ideas of ways we think something is. And I think, you know, Megan's vulnerability, honestly, of her just being and being real with us just shows us that importance of being human and talking about our struggles when things are hard. And I think that's what life is about. And when we allow ourselves to feel the good, the bad, the ugly, and we allow ourselves to be, whether we like it or not some days, I think there's so much that we can learn about the world and so much we can learn about ourselves as we're growing. And so often as I prep these episodes, I just pray that someone on the other side, whoever is listening, feels encouraged knowing that we all struggle. We are all real people dealing with real emotions and hard seasons from time to time. I know quarantine has taken a toll on all of us in different ways, whether it's our mental health, our emotional health, our physical health, just all of it. It's been a lot. Those of us with little ones at home, we've been struggling. Those of us juggling a full-time job while trying to do all the other things that are expected of us, it is so much. So I just pray that you too have a chance to just be in the moment and actually enjoy being in the moment, whatever that moment looks for you right now. Um, One of the things too that's been helping me actually with sleep, because I know sleep is such an important part of our lives. And I think it's often something that when I was younger, I couldn't wait to get older because I could stay up late. I could get up when I wanted to and I could manage my day. And I think so often this idea of productivity and doing more and more and more and more, I I fall into that trap. I love a good checklist. I love a to-do list and checking things off that list. But I think we need to remember how important sleep is as well. And actually something that's been helping me in case this is helpful for somebody else is back in January, I got myself a Fitbit again. I haven't had a smartwatch or a Fitbit for a few years. And it was one of those things that I think it's there's good and bad to it. One of the things I realized is obviously working from home in the middle of a pandemic is that you don't get very many steps during the day. Like you're not super active if you're just in your house. So it was an easy, like quick way to be more intentional about, all right, we're going for a walk today. And like knowing like I want to be healthy, I want to take care of my physical health and my body. The other thing that's been really nice is I've always been about sleep. I've been preaching getting eight hours of sleep uh, for quite a few years. I mean, I know in the newborn stages that was not happening and I wouldn't expect it to happen for someone else either. But now that my kids are a little bit older and I am so much more aware of how much better I feel when I sleep well, One of the things I'm loving is that the Fitbit tells me how I sleep during the night. Some some nights it's horrible. 
and I've noticed patterns, and I don't know if anybody else geeks out on some of this, but I've noticed patterns. Like when I'm more stressed during the day, whether it's a work thing, whether I'm trying to like get ready for a meeting or prepare all these activities on the weekend for a bunch of students to come on campus and to make sure everybody's staying safe, we all have enough distance, et cetera, like all the things. On the days I'm more stressed, those are the nights that I sleep worse. The days that I'm more in the moment and allow myself to be and enjoy and slow down, those are the nights that I get the best sleep. And so I think it's just important with everything to be intentional in how we're spending our days, our hours, our minutes, because it really does feed into this whole overall enjoyment of life and even just taking care of ourselves. If I know that by slowing down during the day, making sure I give myself the time for what I need, whether for me it's going for a run or getting those eight hours of sleep, everything works better when we're taking care of ourselves and when, we're, when we are intentional about what we need to make that happen. So here's to being more in the moment and less trying to do all the things or checking off your to-do list. Here's to a day off from school today, letting myself be and enjoying this gift of time and of another day at home with my two little ones who make me laugh every day and a husband who teaches me how to be more in the moment every single day, whether we're dancing in our kitchen or on the patio, letting ourselves be in the moment. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on Embrace the Musica. I truly hope that there was something on this episode that encouraged you, that inspired you, that motivated you, and I would love to hear if it did. So please take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, share it with your friends, invite another friend to listen, and until next time, with heart and humility, embrace la musica.